Check this out. Welcome, welcome to BLDA Big Show. Hockey sports. Life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. The BLDA. On every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest hockey show in the world. Good week, everybody. Well, good week to everyone but Lincoln Riley. But here we are with with my uh, buddy Jason. Jason, how you doing? What's going on, Nick? Sounds like you're driving. Where are you driving? Yeah, I, uh, I'm driving currently to South Carolina for work. I think uh, like a few episodes ago, I was driving home from South Carolina. Yeah, you didn't. This time I'm driving to South Carolina. You didn't even, you didn't even do the accent, bud. South Carolina. Yeah, oh, okay. South Carolina. All right. Uh, uh, so it, it definitely is a, a good week. Uh, we'll touch on why it's a good week in a few minutes. But before we get to that, hold on. I got to stand up again because if I'm going to do this thing justice, I got to stand up in the studio here. This show is brought to you by HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Ow, ow, ow. HockeyWolf.com. Hey, beer leaguers just like you and me trying to make the sport more affordable. They got some pretty rad stuff, BLPA stuff that we don't even have, and they're just coming out with uh, some CCM gloves that are that are uh, labeled for each state. So if you're from Oklahoma, you can get some Oklahoma CCM gloves. So you should go check them out, hockeywolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Ow, ow, ow. So that's those boys. Uh, we got a lot of, a lot of partners. I, I want to thank the Patreon members for supporting us, patreon.com slash the BLPA, especially the hockey gods. I also want to uh, say we're going to give away something to the Patreon members today. It's Today starts our 12 days of Christmas, and I have uh, a 12 days of something that we're going to give away all the way to the 12th day, which is going to be a draft experience. But today, today we're going to give away some BLPA summer skates to one of our lucky Patreon members. So if you want to jump in, uh, p- patreon.com slash the BLPA, that's where you can get into the 12 days of Christmas. And listen, let me tell you why we're doing 12 days of Christmas. I think it's a cool idea. We're going to do it every year, but the problem is I'm supposed to do a giveaway every month, but um, you know, I've been so busy. It slipped my mind and someone reminded me of it and I felt like shit. And I'm like, well, I'll give away a whole year's worth of stuff in one in 12 days. That's what I'm going to do. So uh, that's why we're doing that. So thank you guys very much that support us on Patreon. That stuff goes to some really uh, good causes. For example, we've we reached out and asked about beer leaguers in need so we could help them this holiday season. We found a couple people. Uh, we're sending a BLPA crew uh, down to these people to deliver things that they need for holidays. They just they had fallen on some tough times, and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to help them out uh, beer league style. Not necessarily hockey. You know, some people need baby supplies. Some people need toys for their kids. So, but when I say beer league style, I mean we're gonna be like one big beer league team and help each other because that's what you do for teammates. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So, a lot of stuff to talk about today. You should follow us over on every social media channel, the BLPA, even on Pinterest. Where I'm, hey, I'm I'm pinning the shit out of things on Pinterest, bud. Just I'm pinning it. Everything, everything, I'm pinning it. That's what I do. Nikki pins. That's my yeah, new nickname. I, you know, I'm not a big social media guy, but I did. Uh, I did try to join Pinterest once, and uh, it was so confusing. I gave up. Like, and maybe that's just because I'm old. Uh, but like, I, I have no idea what goes on over there. Hey, you're old, but you got a full head of hair. Unlike me, who's not old, but I'm losing my hair. I don't feel old anyway. I, I am old. My, my body feels old, 
but I, uh, I, I don't have all my hair. Uh, I, and I don't really know what's going on with Pinterest, but I know there's a lot of cool things on Pinterest. I, I mean, I, I, I like go down the rabbit hole when I pin some BLPA stuff and I start looking at shit and I'm like, fuck, I've, I just spent four hours on Pinterest and I don't even know what I've looked at, but I've, I've liked everything that I've looked at. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Pinterest is just not, uh, I, yeah, I don't know what it's good for, but I know I'm on it and I, I think I enjoy it. I think I do because I'm there all yeah. the time. Right. Um, so, right. so, uh, yeah, just follow us on the BLPA. Follow me at Nicker Jones on Twitter, the Nicker Jones on Instagram. You can find Jason at beer league. Jason, follow us. We're funny. We're hilarious. We're handsome. Why wouldn't you follow that? If you have that, if you have those, those two, uh, qualities, why wouldn't you follow a person, you know? Yeah. And if, if you follow me on Twitter, my only social media outlet, like obviously, uh, you know, I'll interact with you on there. So I got nothing else to do because I have no other social media. So, uh, you know, give me a follow and, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get it going. Turn it up. Be a beauty. Subscribe. Ring. This is. And review. Let's get it. Hey, so I've spent way too much time on Twitter in the last week uh, because of the University of Oklahoma uh, coach leaving uh, and subsequently them trying to find a new coach, and they've done it. They found a new coach. They found a guy that was at Oklahoma for 13 years and then left to be the defensive coordinator at Clemson University, Brent Venables. I love Brent Venables because it brings back that hard-nosed football. Like, here's the deal. We're going to have a high-powered offense because that's what we do in this day and age in college football, but we're also going to have a defense that fucking punches you right in the mouth. And that's what I like. I like defenses that fucking punch you right in the mouth. That's what I like. Well, I like that you're happy, and I think uh, the rest of the BLPA, specifically our listeners, will be happy to hear that you're in a good mood. Uh, yep. and, and we don't have to have, you know, a 20 minute rant, uh, <laughs> on a, on some scumbag, uh, this week. So I'm happy that you're happy. Nick. You know what? I'm over it. Uh, I, I, I feel like it wasn't the right thing for, for that guy to do. Uh, but I, I was probably a little harsh. Uh, people have told me, uh, that I've been a, a bit negative on the show and that's not the way to bring people in. People want positivity in their life. And so now I am yeah. flipping the script. And I'm going to bring positivity all the time. Although, although I will say I am leading the charge uh, to go like ancient Egyptian slash ancient Roman on this guy. Uh, just like they did back then when, when they didn't want to even think about a guy. What they did is they, they would just like erase his, like their name or their likeness off like walls. They'd scrape them off. And then in a generation, he just didn't exist. So I am leading that charge, but I'm positively leading that charge. I'm not coming from, I'm not, I'm not being negative about it. I'm just saying, Hey, this guy wronged us instead of talking shit about the guy, let's just remove him from our existence. And then we move on and we're all happy. Yeah. And I like that you brought two of your favorite things, which is history and Oklahoma football. And you brought them together into Mm -hmm. one thing that you can really enjoy and be positive about. Yeah. And I can get really behind it and I can, I can preach the mantle. And the reason I thought about doing this is because I was watching all the University of Oklahoma stuff and they were doing the press conference and they, <laughs> they had this big bureau, uh, mural of like uh, 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 Barry Switzer and Bob Stoops and Bud Wilkinson and Lincoln Riley was on that mural as well, but they just covered him up. And so I was like, this is perfect. Beautiful. I was like, this is perfect. Let's remove it from everywhere. 
just do it. And uh, but it was a good weekend of college football. I, I mean, uh, not a good weekend. It, it it was it was an okay weekend because most of the teams blew out other teams in the conference championships. But what I liked about this weekend was the Big Twelve. Obviously, Oklahoma's conference. Oklahoma wasn't in the Big Twelve championship. It was Oklahoma State and Baylor. And what was on the line was if Oklahoma State won, they would go to the college football playoff of the top four teams. Uh, it's assumed they would have went. And they were literally four inches from making yeah. the college football playoff. Four inches. And that I like when games end like it that. A, go. Yeah, it was it was a crazy ending for sure. Here's what I don't. I guess w- when you think about their quarterback threw four interceptions. So I mean, there's yeah, a reason why a they there's a reason why they did that is a lot of interceptions, a, a ton of them actually. I mean, I can't even complete four passes. He completed four passes to the opposing team, and so I. Uh, but at the end, they literally I think they had like uh, four tries on the two yard line to try yeah. to get in the end zone to win it. And the drive before they had three plays from inside the three yard yeah. line to get there. And I guess if you throw four interceptions and you can't make you know, two yards and seven plays, you don't deserve to win. But it was literally the last play. He stretched out and literally three inches, three inches from winning a game. So that's a that's a pretty big deal. I, it, was, it was a good game. I like watching close games. I mean, when OU plays, I want them to blow everyone out. But when other teams play, I want them to be close so they're entertaining. So uh, great, great weekend of college football. Good weekend of, of NHL hockey. We're not an NHL show, but we do enjoy NHL hockey. We're, I think we're both vested sure. in NHL hockey. Have you, uh, did you see, did you see like the Jets and Leafs game last night? Oh my God, man. So much crazy stuff went down. And, uh, you know, I follow the Department of Player Safety on Twitter. And like, you know, on Twitter, there's a few accounts that I have where um, I have like notifications on, right? So anything they tweet, it comes onto my phone so I can see it or whatever. And like, it was like nonstop, uh, NHL player of uh, safety or Department of Safety coming up on my phone because they were just finding and suspending people like crazy uh, because of how kind of insane that game was. Yeah, it was. I mean, and it was just it was all like it was all dirty, dirty shit, right? Like you know, I saw yeah. I saw what Spezza go <laughs> take a Anita guy's face, and maybe he didn't mean. It. I am under the impression because I, I'm a positive thinker, Jason. I'm positive about things, and I'm under the impression that that players don't try to hurt players intentionally on purpose. I think some, I think for the most part, that's probably true. Yeah. I think I maybe, maybe in the rare instance, uh, I think people try to hurt Matthew Kachuk because they just, they just, they don't, they can't stand him. Uh, and I like that type of, I think a team has to have that kind of player to be successful uh, right now. Like a guy that can get under everyone's skin, you know, like a Corey Perry, like a Brad Marchand. But I think yeah. for the most part, I don't think people want to hurt other people. Uh, and it, man, I, you take a knee to the side of the, the face when a guy's skating at you full speed, oh. that, that can cause some damage. Did you see his head bounce off the ice? Oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't, the impact from the knee was bad, but it wasn't that bad. But the way his his head literally bounced off the ice like a basketball was insane. I, I couldn't believe he got up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's insane. And, but I mean. I'm glad he did, but they, I mean, they were taking runs and one guy hit the goalie yeah. and ha, ha, Hey, how do you feel to be the guy that the goalie was that far out, got ran by your guy, it wasn't a penalty. And then you completely missed the net on a shot. You could have scored a goal, you know, that's positively hilarious. It sounds like 
that I would do. Yeah, one hundred. Hey, I've missed a number of open nets in my life, and I like I don't even feel bad about it anymore. That's just my game. Um, yeah, no, I'm the same way, and I'm I'm so bad that you posted uh those memes to the uh the BLPA page. Yep, and Frank sent me the one of uh, the lady talking to the guy that's saying like when she tells you that all guys miss empty nets. Yep. So like I'm so known for it that I got. Even though I'd already seen the blog, I got it sent to me again just to remind me that I've missed MC Nuts. Uh, that's, hey, that's why we create the meme. Shout out to uh, Randy Bishop. He, he's our uh, chief meme officer. Uh, I think I actually created that one, but Randy creates a lot a lot of good memes. So, you know, check check out the uh, – just go to the BLPA.com, the blogs, and check out the meme. We have 44 hockey memes that you got to send to your teammates because most of them are, are realistic, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can find someone, if you play beer league, you can find someone that every one of those relates to. Probably a bunch of them will be yourself. Yeah, well, I, I, I may, uh, you know, I make mine about me, really. And right. it just turns yeah. out that a, there's a lot of, sh- a lot of uh, positively shitty hockey players like me, you know, so. Yo, crack open a cold one. The BLPA Big Show is coming right at you. So uh, you guys might be wondering why we keep talking about positively and and all that stuff, and that's because we requested feedback uh, from our listeners because I I finally uh, submitted our podcast uh, for rankings, and it turns out our rankings are not are not so hot right now. Um, and and, could be and, and could they be they could it could be worse. We could be not ranked at all because there yeah. is unranked. Sure. Uh, but we are like. 180 in Canada and 200 or maybe 150 in Canada and like 180 in the United States as a hockey podcast. Spitting Chicklets, obviously number one. Uh, there's a, a couple other ones that I know. Rest of them I don't really know. Most of them are team specific, so they get those those team, you know, people that are diehards of their teams downloading them. But for us, we want to get up there. We want to get to the top 100. We want to get to the top 50. And then we want to get in the top 10. I would love to be number one, but I, you know, I don't think it's in the future where we'll be able to compete with a $150 million company in Barstool in the future. Um, yeah. You know, that one, that one's probably pretty tough, but uh, you know, even like you said, top 50, top 10, whatever uh, we want to move up a little bit. Yeah. And, and so I, we just said, Hey, listen, here's the deal. How do we do this? we got 20,000 beer leaguers. What's going on? And you know, we, we do have people that love the show. They, they, t- they talk to us every week about it. I even had people last week saying, Hey, reaching out and saying, Hey, sorry, you're, you're, you know, that guy did that to your team. That stinks. You know, hope you feel better. And I wasn't really that upset. I know I sounded upset. I played it up a little bit. I wasn't that heartbroken about it, but I, I was upset. But I really appreciate those people reaching out. And there are people that, like, I was. I played hockey for the first time in Calgary, and I don't know how long. And people were talking to me about the podcast. And, like, they know more about the podcast than I do. They're like, you remember when you said this? And I'm like, I don't. I just say whatever's on my fucking, you know. And, like, one guy, like, I, you, and, and, you know, like, I know I'm, I, I'm not home enough whenever – I'm out there skating. I'm like, are you, are you, are you the commission? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, wow, you're in Calgary. Wow. It's so great that you came here. And I'm like, but I live here. He's like, what? You live in Calgary. And I'm like, I know I'm always on the road, but this is actually where I live. Uh, so shout out to those boys that, uh, that recognize me that that's, you know, a nice little pick me up, but we're not here to talk about, uh, the positive stuff on, you know, the positive slaps on the back. Right. We're, we're here trying to make ourselves better. And the only way you can make yourself better is if you listen to the negative and you try to, you try to, you know, improve that way. And so we have a couple feedback yeah. and we're, and we're going to talk about it and I'm going to say their name because I'm not making fun of these guys. 
I'm not giving them a hard time. I'm mentioning them because I'm truly grateful that they would say, hey, here's what we don't like about your podcast. Here's how we think it could be better. We welcome, we welcome yeah. that stuff, right? We, we really, like, yeah, taking, taking the time is helpful for, helpful for us, for sure. Mm-hmm. So first one is a guy I've known a long time. Actually, guy that was on my team for my very first ever uh, draft style tournament in Jasper, Alberta. His name is Adam Davidson. So I've known him since 2013. Great guy. And this is what he has to say. I'm not saying this to be an asshole. Which usually when people say that, they are about to be an asshole. But your show is not for me. Yeah. You- <laughs> he said, but your show is not for me. I don't find it funny. I did give it an honest go. I listened to a part of three episodes. And, you know, I just said, hey, thanks. Not for everyone. Uh, a lot of it's for people that actually get to play beer league hockey because he, he always complained that he wasn't able to play because of Corona, right? That's just an inside joke. Uh, and so then he said... Uh, I gave an, uh, another more recent episode a listen and came up with a few things. You need some more emotion. Your welcome line shouldn't have had the same tone and volume as the rest of your show. Oh, I should talk quieter. Sorry. Have weekly segments of stuff. Your top three of the NHL or something. Fantasy League chat, something along those lines. And less bashing of other players that aren't flames. No one wants to listen to some guy, especially if he's just ripping his team. That's his feedback. And I, I get it. And I do know the ripping he's talking about. This Adam is an Oiler fan. And so here's what here's something positive I have to say about the Oilers. Because I feel like I need to say it. It's so gosh darn gosh darn good. And it feels good that the Oilers and the Flames are good at the same time. And it's tough for teams to come to Alberta now. I think that's really cool. It's it's really, you know, we've been bashing on each other about both teams being shitty for the last few years and they have been, but now we're both good and it's actually exciting to watch them play. I think now listen, no one, no one take this clip and record it and do anything shitty with it. But I think the Oilers are better than the flames because they have dry and McDavid. As much as I bash on McDavid, I understand how good he is. I'm bashing on him from jealousy. I want him on my team, yeah. but I can't. For sure. uh, so I take shots to make myself feel better and I, w- I was hoping that people understood that when I was taking shots, that I was actually paying him a compliment. And uh, so I wasn't, I guess I was negative, but I'm not trying to be negative. I think Connor McDavid is a great uh, hockey player. I wish he was on my team, but he's on my rival team, so I'm supposed to hate him. That's just the way the world works. I don't make the rules in the world. That's just the way the, the, the world works, right? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, it, it, that, so and, and I'll add, Okay. Let, let me add a little something to, to Adam's feedback here because I, I appreciate it, uh, like I said. Um, I agree. I think we need to come up with some segment-type stuff, and that's stuff that, you know, me and Nick have already talked about, uh, you know, kind of off the show and figuring those things out. Um, so we'll, we'll continue to work to come up with, like, uh, some weekly-type stuff that, uh, you know, that will be the, you know, weekly segment every week, and we, we do the things um, that kind of make us unique with that segment and that sort of thing. As far as the not funny part, the first time I've been told I'm not funny, so mm-hmm. it does sting a little bit, but it's good. It's, it's good to, to be humbled, right? <laughs> like, um, you know, you well, got to be humbled every once in a while. Well, it, doesn't, it, also, it doesn't feel good. No, not not great. Um, but but at the same time, like, you know, I, I think I'm pretty funny, but I'm going to try harder to be funnier. 
Yeah. Uh, and Adam, you have my commitment on that. And and hey, Adam, we appreciate you giving three episodes. I think he said uh, he gave three episodes a try. We appreciate you not just listening to one and bailing. So mm-hmm. at least thank you for uh, for listening to three episodes. But then he said he came back and gave another more recent. So he must have listened way back when maybe it was like Dan and Trish or something. It wasn't it wasn't me and Jason, right? So right. Now, now he probably thinks we're a little bit. I mean, how can you? And maybe he maybe this is a guy that that uh, we have to cut at our cut service and maybe he's, he's just, he's setting himself up. So he doesn't like us too much because what if we have to cut him? That's true. And that's, Hey, but the thing is that could be our weekly segment. So careful what you wish for. (laughs) You might be on it. Cause you remember when, like, I I don't know how, how old are you, Jason? I am 36. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's close. So you probably remember like Roy D Mercer, right? Sure. I'm a uh, Oprah can whoop ass on your old butt. You know that maybe that's it. Maybe we'll just have you. Maybe we'll just have you call people and tell them you're gonna whoop their ass and see what happens. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm listen. I'll try anything if, if we think it'll help the podcast and it will make a, a listener happy. Hey, let's call Frank and tell him we're gonna whoop his ass. We should do that. I mean, I but, that's a good idea. But let but let uh, but let's talk like that one dude that you know. Honey, he's had enough. Let's let's talk like him, so he thinks it's him, and see if we can get his old blood boiling. Okay, I can do that. I mean, I I I know that guy's accent. It's very South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so I, I should be able to pull that off. Yeah, perfect. So Adam, really, we we do thank you for your advice. We we want to we want to be better. We want people to listen, and so we're definitely taking that into consideration. And so the next guy is uh Derek. Is it Derek Le- Derek, if I mispronounce your name, please don't lower our rating. That's already low. Uh, Laverde. I think it's Derek Laverde. He said it's an okay podcast. He He's going to keep giving it an extra try, but he hears a lot of complaining. We know you don't like Wayno, but stop. He's the points leader, and you need to learn to live with it. So I don't know if he's saying that tongue-in-cheek, uh, but he doesn't like me bashing on you know the great one. And again, greatest hockey player that ever lived. Um, more chirping him because you know I'm jealous. I wish he would have been on my my team's team. So I apologize. But he said the podcast and radio shows that I listen to have schedules and they follow them. Find ways to be different. Uh, examples we can do like at this date in hockey history, three stars category. Have guests. I really want guests. I want to make this uh, have an interview yeah. every show. It's just, I I think what people don't realize is that it's hard to get guests, especially with schedules yeah. and, and that way. Like when we don't have. And we don't have an employee that's that's handling this. And if hey, if someone wants to volunteer to become the BLPA Big Show, uh, what would you call them? The intern. And they they just schedule yeah, our guest, you know, producer, administrative assistant, the producer, producer. Yeah. Know, oh, that, that I think that's a better word for a podcast. Yeah, like producer. if you want to be the a volunteer producer and you set up uh, interviews, that'd be great. Because I've spent time asking, and it's like you ask like ten people and. One person gets back to you, but they can't do it on this day, this day, or this day, and you're just like, fuck. Like, you know, we record on certain days. So, um, but anyway, that's, I, I do want to have guests on here. Uh, mini games on the show. I have a couple of games actually on in the works right now. We just got to do the front end content on it. And then at some Dex tournaments, do live shows. We've talked about that. And then uh, maybe feature yep. uh, team names that won their league. I, you know, I think all that stuff is great. Uh, he says, you want us to keep coming back and listening every week? If you just shotgun blast a link out there, you might get a few people, but you don't need to blast it. You need content that will boost your numbers. 
make it worth your time doing these podcasts and make us want to listen to them ASAP. Well, I agree with you. And if it, if, if it means anything, yeah. if it means anything to anyone out there, Jason and I are actually recording right now. We're in different spaces, but we're both naked. So, I mean, I think that's the content you want. Yeah. Nude podcasting, BLPA after dark. And I'm driving also. So, I mean, it makes it even more risque, if you will. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I, I really, those are the two feedback, big feedbacks that we got. And I really appreciate, it. I think we're, we're going to, we're going to employ some of those tactics. I, I think, I think we've got a good base and, and listen, you know, I did a podcast with two people for five years and we, we were good. We, we knew what we were doing. People enjoyed it. And then when we started this new one, you know, it's gone through a couple iterations. I mean, we had, we've had like, six different co-hosts and it just didn't work out. And now me and Jason, since what we've been doing it since, uh, end of September. And we've kind of, we've got the schedule kind of working out where we're doing one every week. And I, we're just going to keep rolling, keep fucking rolling. That's what we're going to do. So. Yep. And, and, and again, I, I appreciate the, the feedback as well. And, and I'll say this: I, the feedback especially helps me, as you said, you've done uh, podcasting for quite a while. I am a new podcaster. Uh oh. And before that, I'm, I'm not even a big podcasting listening guy. I only listen to one podcast, and it's the one that I'm on now. So like, <laughs> I don't even listen to that many podcasts. So, like, I, I'm very new in the podcast space, and, uh, you know, I'll continue to try to get better. For sure. That's great. So, listen, okay. Well, if we're going to talk about uh, new stuff that's going to set us apart. I think we're going to talk about, uh, you sent me a picture today and I, and I'm almost like a, a proud dad, uh, at this picture that you sent me because I've talked about it. It's one of my favorite things in the world and I'll always talk it up and I think we need to talk about it more, but tell us a little bit about, uh, what you did today that made me so proud. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I travel for a living, uh, as you guys have heard me say, I'm, I'm in the car traveling now. Uh, and my travel is a little bit um, special because I have an electric vehicle. So um, when I plan my travel for these long trips, it's not like I can just stop at any gas station along the way. I have to charge. I have to stop at chargers and all that good stuff. Well, the good news is I go to North Carolina and South Carolina a ton. And on the way there, I uh, have to always stop in Knoxville. And there's a charger there that is in like a big shopping center. And it is right dead next to a blaze pizza. Oh, uh, and I get excited every time I come through. So today, uh, as I was walking in the blaze, as my car was charging, I snapped a photo of the outside and, and, uh, and tweeted it to you, um, to let you know that I was about to go in and have some delicious pizza. I cried. I cried. I was so, I was so proud of you. I've got some questions about the electric car, but I want to get through this blaze stuff okay. first. Listen, I'm okay. pretty sure that I go to Blaze so much that there's a Nikki Kamish special there. Maybe you didn't see it on the menu. I think it's a secret menu. But tell us what, like, uh, for people that don't know, Blaze is like a mod pizza. It's basically a Subway for pizza. You walk down the line, you put everything if that Subway you, was good. If Subway was good. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but you put whatever you want on the pizza, and you go there, and you uh, and then they cook it, and it's like four minutes in the oven, and it's out to you, and you're scarfing it down. Take us through what you put on, on your pizza. All right. So uh, I always start with, uh, they have a spicy red sauce. So it's just like regular pizza sauce, except it's a little spicy. I'm a spicy kind of guy. I like spicy food. Um, so I always start with the spicy uh, red sauce. And then 
from there, uh, I, I change it up every now and then. Like I'm not a, I have to get it this way kind of guy. Um, uh, but today I did go to the, the one that I get probably the most. Um, so as far as meats, I go pepperoni and bacon. Those are my two yep. favorite, uh, pizza topping meats. Uh, and then as far as veggies, I went spinach and some chopped up garlic with just a little sprinkle of sea salt on top. And oh boy, oh boy. did I crush that pizza. That's how, then do you do any of the toppings at the end? Uh, just the sea salt. Okay, but after it comes out, they no have they, they, okay. No, but oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, they have some toppings. So here, here's the Nikki Kamish special. I do like the spicy red sauce. Spice is messing with my stu- with my tummy right now because I've I've got some pretty severe acid reflux going on. It has not been a, a, ple- a pleasurable experience for the last few months. But I usually get pesto around the crust. That's that's a pro move right there. They'll brush pesto right there around the crust. It's incredible. Spicy red sauce, a little bit of mozzarella, some some parmesan. And then for the meats, I do the pepperoni and bacon, but I also add ham. And which is Canadian bacon, just for those people out there. Sometimes I'll add chicken, not every time. Then I'll do some fresh basil, some chopped garlic, and then sea salt and oregano. Put it in the oven, pull it out. And then I get a little pesto drizzle and a balsamic drizzle on there. And it is just fucking out. It looks disgusting. Who would think to put balsamic and green pesto all over your pizza? But I did it, and it's it's incredible. And I order it the same way every time. I love it. If you're not eating Blaze, you're missing out. Blaze, if you want to sponsor the show, we're we're here for it. We're here for it. Yeah. Hey, doesn't uh doesn't like LeBron own part of Blaze? Yeah, he does. He does. We should probably we should probably reach out to him to see if he you know is interested in a sponsorship. You know, adult athlete to adult athlete, uh, yep. for you, professional athlete to professional athlete. Exactly. Um, you know, we might we might be able to get a little a little blaze sponsorship, even if he just wants to let us have free pizzas every now and then, because um, we're going to talk about it regardless. So at yeah. this point, we'll take anything. Yeah. So basically, like if we're going to talk about it regardless, just give it to us because you know we love it, and we're we're just we're those yeah. type of people. But I got two questions. One about the electric vehicle. Um, I'm I'm assuming it's okay. a, it's a Tesla, right? It is. Yeah. So, like th- those things don't take gas at all. No, not at all. 100% electric. They do not have uh, a gasoline motor. There's no oil anywhere in the car. Um, it is two electric motors in the essentially in the drive shaft of the the front and rear of the car. So what? I mean, what happens if you like if you if you can't find a charging place, you're just shit out of luck or what? Yeah. So you do have to be a little more, um, strategic or planning, uh, with your trip, but really the Tesla does it for you. Um, so like today I'm going to Columbia, South Carolina. I type in the address where I'm going when I leave my house. Um, and it maps the whole thing out for me and literally tells me where I'm going to pull over to charge, uh, and how long I'm going to charge at each one of those stations. So, like today, it had said, hey, you're going to pull over in Knoxville and charge for 25 minutes, and you're going to pull over in Asheville and charge for 25 minutes, and then you'll be able to get the rest of the way um, to Columbia, South Carolina. Now, like a city like Knoxville has multiple chargers, so it wanted me to go to one charger, but I said, no, 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 the Blaze Pizza's not at that charger. Um, so I, I followed it basically, but because I also knew there was another charger just a few exits away, I stopped at a different one. Um, but pretty close to where it was going to have me stop anyway. But the car essentially maps it out for you, and, and it, it tells you how much battery you're going to have when you get there, um, and again, how long you're going to be there, all that stuff. It's, it's pretty intuitive as far as um, knowing what you need for that trip. Now, 
Okay, so what what if you just let it you just you're like fuck it, like you don't know what's best for me, car. I'm smarter than you. And you do you do die. Like you you run out of juice. Then what happens? Like someone has to come tow you and then to a charging stand. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It would be just like if you ran out of gas. Like essentially um you'd either have to get towed to a charger or ironically uh, you could have them bring a gas generator that has a charger hooked up to it and charge through a gas generator. Um, but yeah, it, it would be just like run out of gas. Like the car would just die. That is, that is interesting. I, I've wanted a Tesla. I mean, I like the, the electric and good for the environment and I really like their SUVs, but they're also like a hundred thousand dollars for that SUV. And so that's why I don't have one, but I think it would be cool. But I think I'm I'm kind of to the point where it's like okay, self driving car. I mean, it's a self driving car, right? Like it can drive by itself for a you know a, a period of time. Uh, you got to watch it. But I think that I'm gonna wait. I'm not gonna get an electric vehicle. I'm gonna wait till the flying vehicles come out. I think that's a good idea because then, like you know, you probably be able to sleep while it flies you somewhere, right? They they literally have a drone. They have a drone that'll they'll carry 500 pounds. 70 miles. So it's, it's like a passenger drone. Like you, two people can sit in it 70 miles down the road and then boom, no traffic, no anything. I'm not sure if I trust that just yet. Cause, well, Cause if the drone does fail, it's just, just like running out of gas, like but poorly for you. Well, I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how high they get. Yeah. Like there had to be some safety, right? Like never... let's say it's, let's say it's 50 foot off the ground. I, that's still a pretty long fall. Right. But if it's 50 foot off the ground yeah, yeah. and it, it fails, you're going to know like, hey, I'm failing. And maybe it has like some parachutes that kind of down. Oh, maybe. maybe yeah, that's I, don't the way. I don't know. But I, I like I, I think I think, uh, you know, I, I think now electric vehicles are here. So I'm just going to wait to get a flying vehicle. So because we we're going to be the Jetsons eventually. And I hope I'm still here for it. For sure. But when you mention. Yeah. yeah. When you mention LeBron and sponsoring us. I just read a, a thing today that, like, the University of Texas, their college football program, every offensive lineman is going to get a $50,000 a year salary through this NIL, name, image, likeness, because the donors have set up this nonprofit charity where they help in the community, which is basically, it's it's just a way around so you can actually pay the athletes. That's what NIL is. And it got me to thinking that, one, that sucks because uh, Texas has a huge, huge donor base right because texas has a lot of people a lot of rich people oil and gas people so they're gonna buy their buy their way to being good in college football but that that's that's not the topic i want to get on topic i want to get on is why don't we find some nil players hockey players pay them to to do blpa stuff good idea i don't know how much it costs we don't have fifty thousand dollars a year uh i can't even pay myself fifty thousand dollars a year but we we have we, we can have something like a marketing budget like what we would spend on like Facebook ads we give to you know one of these players to go out and you know talk about BLPA be on the podcast you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. We got to find. I think one. that would be badass, and and I would guess that there's not a ton of hockey players out there with a lot of NIL uh, opportunity as it's not as big as um, say football. Yeah, and so I I started going down this rabbit hole, and I even found out that right now. Actually, women's hockey players, women's college hockey players, have more NIL athletes than men's hockey players. Which is awesome, by the way. It is, it is awesome, but I'm just, you know, it's I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of opportunity here 
to do this. I don't know what we yeah. have them do, but we could have them do something. And as a matter of fact, I reached out. Yeah, I dig I, it. I reached out to uh, a, a player that was drafted in the first round of the NHL, and he's playing college hockey. And I said, "Hey, here's the like, you know, just just a beer league guy, uh, but we do media and podcast. And I'm just kind of curious, you know, how NIL works with you and your school. Like, do you have a representative that you can direct us to? He hasn't responded to me yet, but I am starting to do that to see what see what happens. All right. You know what I'm saying? I think I think, I think it so, would be really so cool. You were ahead of, yeah, you were ahead of our, uh, you know, our suggestions already, and looking the ways to to make us unique. Exactly, and that's that's what I do. And I know people think that doing a podcast, doing a podcast isn't easy, especially when you have like our schedule no. and you you have so many other yeah. things going on. Like the podcast isn't easy. Like you see the spit and chicklets guys, they get paid a lot of money to do that thing. So right. you know, I guarantee you, if I had even if I had $50,000 as a budget and, you know, we could pay everyone, you know, we could pay three people, you know, $18,000 a piece to do a podcast. We, we, we'd be a way higher level because people want to be paid for their time. I get that, you know? So, yeah. For sure. So, yeah. So I think that it would be a, a unique idea to get some NIL players just talking about uh, BLPA. And so, yeah. So other than that, I mean, we, we've, we've covered a lot of ground today and in only like 35 minutes here, but let's talk about some real, you know, I got to finally play hockey. I, I, I mentioned it already uh, that I got to play hockey in, in Calgary for, for the first time in a long time. And, you know, I've, I'm dealing with an injury and you know, the, the lace bite, which I guess can't technically be lace bite cause there's no lace around my ankle. But I, I had to buy big old pads to see if they worked. And it worked for the game. But near the end of the game, I could feel it, you know, hurting again. So I don't know if I'm going to make three games in one day this weekend. I'm going to try for sure. Um, but I did get to play. And for that, I am super happy that I got to get on the ice. It was a low-level game, which was fine. And our team got smoked. Smoked. Are you there, Jason? Oh, I hear you now. Okay, gotcha. Lost you. Well, my team got smoked, just so you'll know. Okay. Wasn't, wasn't, I mean, it was a good time because I got to be on the ice and there were people that were obviously BLPA fans uh, because they knew us. And, uh, but they did whoop our ass. That didn't feel good, but being on the ice felt great. Yeah, well, it's good to hear that, uh, that the pad's at least working a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully this is the, the road to recovery for you. I, as someone who has had actual late fight before, uh, it is a very strange feeling. Uh, and um, I know mine lasted a really long time before uh, it just kind of went away and, like, knock on wood, I, uh, I haven't had that issue again. So hopefully you can get through it and then, uh, and then you won't have to worry about it anymore. See, on my skate, on the top of my skate, like the, the top rim of my skate, when they were new, it had, it had padding around the top rim. Like that, like, like gel right. pad. And, and it, I think what happens is it's just, I've used them so much. That's just worn down. And now instead of a pad there, like my leg hits it every so often. And then it, then it, then it, whatever it strains, whatever it strains. And so maybe it means I need to get new skates, but I like my skates. So I don't, I don't really want to, but I've had lace bite on the top of my foot and it is super painful. And what's weird is I went to a, a, there's a guy here in Calgary. His name's Gus. He used to be the equipment manager for the Calgary flames 
And I told him, hey, Gus, here's what's going on, bud. Like, how do I fix it? And he said, here, I got something for you. And so I thought he was going to pull out some really cool, like, you know, high-tech gadget that all the NHL players use. You know what he got? Like two pieces of thin foam. He folded them in half and then cut a circle in the middle. And he said, put those right in your skate every time you tie it. And you'll be fine. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, everyone thinks you got to stack pads and pads and pads on top of it. No, you just need something to not touch it while you're skating. So what this will do is right. that it'll touch the pads on the side and leave the spot that uh, has the lace bite uh, to, to heal and get better. And I was like, oh, shit. And it did work. And I thought, well, how am I going to do that for my leg? And I can't, I can't find anything uh, that would do that for my leg uh, yet. So I'm going to try these these gel pads and see if it takes the pressure off of it because I got a lot of hockey coming up. I mean, we're going obviously SoCal this weekend. Next uh, two weekends or the weekend right after uh, New Year, we're going to be in Philadelphia. A couple weekends after that, we're going to be in Iceland, and it's just going to go on and on and on and on and on. We even added more tournaments this past week. I mean, we talked about Alaska last last time, but we also added Halifax, Nova Scotia. Hell yeah! You know what Halifax, Nova Scotia is known for? I do not. One, the most the most bars per capita in Canada. So they drink a lot. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of beaches and there's Donairs. And Donairs, my friend, are incredible. They they're supposedly they have the best Donairs in Canada. All right. I dig it. Do you know what a Donair so, is? I, I heard drinking, so so I'm in. Okay. Uh, but but explain to me what Donairs are. Donair is like a, how would you like shawarma, a gyro? Okay. Like it's just gotcha. a it's a wrap with the the shawarma meat in it. You can get I usually get beef, but then it has like there's some garlic. They put garlic sauce, and then everyone loves the sweet sauce that they put. Oh, they're so good, and so I'm super stoked. And I think like it's weird. Like I think people say like it's always a Donair slash pizza shop, and I love pizza and I love Donair, so that would be the perfect place to go. Perfect. Yeah. So beer, pizza, and meat pockets. I I think I'm in. I mean, it's uh, and hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we have to we have to have an excuse to go there. That's that's the thing. So. If you're digging the show, support us. Patreon.com/slash the BLPA. The most greatest. In in Canada, so far we have we have um, Lake Louise. We've got Halifax, Nova Scotia. We've got Saint John's, Newfoundland. And I'm in works with Toronto and Montreal right now. So we're definitely going to take over Canada. And I'm in works with the lacrosse deck still. And so we're just, we just keep, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. So let's talk about tournaments. And just I put out a blog today that was called um, The Guide to Surviving Adult Hockey Tournaments. And I don't know if you got a chance to read it, um, but you should. It's a good one. Just blpa.com. You check out the blogs. Uh, you should also buy some merch right there. There's a merch tab up there. we got some really badass merch coming out. But what would... To our listeners, Jason, as we wrap up this show, to our listeners, what would you what would you say uh, would be uh, the best advice you could you could give to someone to survive a tournament? And I'm not talking about any tournament. Of course, our tournaments, three uh, or traditional tournaments, are three games. Those are hard enough to survive. Sometimes four if you make the championship. I never make the championship at those. But drafts where you have five games, that's even worse. What would you say yeah. would be would be some tips that you would give to some of our listeners? So I'll uh, I'll give a few tips 
around the game for sure. Um, but I'll also give a, a traveling tip um, because I have fallen into uh, this trap before. I always suggest that if you're traveling to a tournament, specifically uh, a deck tournament, um, where you're going to be playing games on Saturday and Sunday, five games, a lot of games, um, get there early, right? So whether that's early Friday morning or even better, like Thursday night before, so you can kind of settle into wherever you're going, um, do that. Uh, we've had people show up and their gear didn't make it on time or, um, you know, just different things can happen uh, to delay travel or, or make it tough. So get in early. And then I always suggest leave at least a day after the tournament. So don't try to leave on Sunday. Try to leave on Monday if you can. I know it doesn't always work out for everybody, including myself, you know, with work and those sorts of things. But if you can, give yourself plenty of time on both ends um, because you want to get there early uh, to make sure, you know, there's no hiccups or anything on your travel. And you want to leave late because you want to give yourself a little bit of time to recover before you have to trek it back to wherever you are and get back into the real world. Um, so that's tip number one. That's a good. That's a good one too. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And I even like I was just who who Oluch was telling us today. Uh, let's leave uh, Monday. Let's leave Tuesday after the Boston tournament because the uh, was it the Habs and the Bruins are playing that Monday night. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good rivalry game. So there's always. Uh, that's for, for me. Like when I think about tournaments, um, when I, when I first started thinking where do we want to go, I was always like, well, where would I want to visit? Because I th- I think other people would want to visit there as well. And so it's always, you can make a little mini vacation. Like if you come, if you come in Thursday afternoon, you can, you have all Thursday night to party all Friday, you can, you know, go sightsee and then you're at the draft Friday night and then Saturday and Sunday's games. And after Sunday, we try to have a, a big dinner called the last supper. And then, you know, we are usually drinking or doing whatever. And if you leave Monday, well then, then you, you get to take part in that. And if you leave Sunday night, usually you don't. Yeah. Uh, or you could, like you said, like Joe said, uh, you could leave Tuesday and go watch a, you know, a hockey game. So lots of things to do. I always say, you know, plan a little extra time. And on the front end, for sure, I always get in on Thursday because I'm worried that, you know, my flight will be delayed or they'll lose my stuff and I won't have it. So I, I try to just give me myself a little extra, a little travel time to, to yep. you know, so that's a, that's a good number one tip. I like that. Perfect. And then as far as like surviving, uh, you know, not just the games, but draft party night as well, because uh, we tend to get into a little more alcohol than we uh, probably should, or I don't know if we call it, not more than we should. Well, you, listen, we should you, passed out, you passed out uh, at a urinal. We, That's probably more alcohol than you need, I, right? Yeah. If you fall asleep at a urinal, um, standing up, uh, leaning against the wall, you probably had more alcohol than you needed. We should so, make that, we should you know, make that, we that into a t-shirt. There. We should make that into a t-shirt. I'd wear you standing up at a urinal passed out. On, on a shirt? I, I 100% would wear that. And not just at tournaments. Like, I would just wear it all the time. So people would be like, he's the dude passed out on your shirt there. And I'd be like, oh, well, let me tell you a story, bud. But we, um, we, we need a good caption but, for it, though. That's We got to find a good caption. Okay. So shout out to our listeners if you got a good caption for, uh, you know, a guy passed out standing up at a urinal. Like Dex, um, Dex Drunk would be one? Dex Drunk? Yeah. Oh, Dex yeah. Drunk is a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, I'm so I, I like good. where we're at, where we started, but let's, uh, yeah, if anybody's got some suggestions, throw those, throw those our way and maybe we'll make that t-shirt happen. Um, sure. but you got to survive the draft night and you got to survive the game. Um, so the other two tips I'll give are, are pretty obvious. I think, um, overhydrate, like before you even get there, just like Gatorade, water, whatever it is that you want to hydrate with, 
um, before you start indulging in alcoholic beverages, uh, overhydrate. Also, make sure you're eating enough. Um, you know, eat plenty on Friday uh, for the draft party. And then, you know, try to find time to eat between games, before games, after games on Saturday and Sunday, because um, you're going to use a lot of energy, most likely, uh, for five games. Um, and then the only other thing I'll say is I always make sure I basically pack my uh, medicine case with me. So ibuprofen, pums, uh, like anything that you could bring um, to, you know, cure headaches, uh, you know, heartburn, stomach aches. Uh, you're going to be doing a lot of things. So just make sure you have, uh, you know, all the proper uh, tools to uh, make sure your body's feeling good. I, I like those. Those tips are in this blog for the most part, right? And I'm going to read a couple just so you guys, just to, you know, give you a little, uh, wet your mouth a little bit. And I'm going to, and wet your mouth, of course. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yes, there's water and beer, but that's not what, what we mean, right? And I'm just going to read for, straight yep. from the blog. Again, don't be a dummy. And try to start the day before. Start a week before. Load up on water. It's good for you. And I have a feeling that I need to be extremely specific here. I don't mean drink a couple extra tall boys a night leading up to the draft. But listen, I'm also not saying don't drink a couple extra tall boys a night leading up to the tourney. What I'm saying is mix an extra half gallon of water or so a day. Why? Because water is good for you. It keeps the muscles feeling good. And it'll probably help you uh, with your stamina should you lead your team to the big game. Trust me, I'm a scientist. Okay, self-proclaimed scientist, but still. But anyway, hydrating is extremely important. Socks, not just for jerking off anymore. I know that you have your lucky pair of socks. I'm hilarious. I know. See, I am funny. I know you have your lucky pair of socks. You wear them every game, but... The multiple games played at a draft in one day means those lucky socks are likely soggy the next time you lace up. Do yourself a favor, buy multiple pairs of the same socks so the piggies are always fresh in the wheels. That's a good one. And lastly, well, yeah, I mean, that's solid. There, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of them on here, right? Uh, but I'm just reading the, the first three here. Two dudes, one truck. Or three. Or the whole goddamn team. Who cares? Here's a little known secret. Hockey tourneys aren't all that much about the playing hockey. The journey there and the journey back are where the real memories are made. So get a carpool plan in place and execute it. If the budget allows, may I suggest springing for a camper for the weekend? Hell, I spent most of 2020 traveling around in the Dex Express from one draft to the next. It was incredible. I mean, I was driving solo, so I bet having friends would have been way more incredible. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go cry in a corner now because I don't have friends. But you should, you should bring friends like Jason and Frank. They always go to their buddies. They make memories together, yep. and they always try to travel together. And so I would suggest saying, uh, you know, why don't you travel with your buddies? I, I, you, you always hear a story. When, when people tell me stories, their best tournament stories, it always has to do with what happened during the trip there or the trip home. And so I would say yeah. uh, two dudes, one truck. So that, that's a good one. So go check that blog out, blpa.com. You can just click the blogs, and it's down there. It's called uh, the BLPA Bible and uh, how to survive beer league tournaments. So other than that, uh, we do have a lot of tournaments, and hopefully we'll see you guys at a couple of those tournaments um, in, the, in, the, in the coming year. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I know we talked a little bit about what we could make, uh, how we can make this show better. Hopefully that didn't turn you off a little bit. But if you do have suggestions, we're open to them. This show is for you guys. I mean, we enjoy doing it for sure. 
but it's for beer leaguers and we want to entertain beer leaguers. So if there's something we can do to make you more entertained, then we'll do it. Do we need to get drunk on the show? Yeah, probably. Do we need to do more live shows? Yeah, probably. We should do a live one in Iceland, Jason. Yeah, I'm down. We should do it. I mean, we got we maybe have... we can do a live one from my glass cabin. Oh, bud, with your balls on the glass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are, alive. Jason's balls are on the glass. <laughs> Welcome to the greatest hockey show. Um. So yeah, I think that's great. But uh, I really do appreciate all the people that listen. Obviously, people give feedback not from a place of negativity. They give feedback from a place of they like what we're doing and they want it to be successful. So. Yep. That's how I took it. So don't be afraid. I mean, if you think we suck, tell us we suck. But don't just say, hey, you guys fucking suck. Say, hey, you guys suck. Here's how you can be better so we can try to get better. Right? Anything else to add when you're driving through uh, as you're driving through South Carolina? I'll, uh, I'll extend one challenge uh, that I, I had in our last episode. I'll extend it for this week. You sign up for Boston and you tweet me a picture of your confirmation for slots to roll is on me. You you literally we had four people sign up and no one tweeted you. Eh? No one tweeted me. We and because it, it's only been I mean it's only we did what Thursday so it's been five days, uh, but we're over fifty percent sold out. So uh, tweet tweet them, tweet them that you're you yeah. registered in this week and you get a free lobster roll and we'll talk more about Dex giving. Oh my gosh, we, you know we almost forgot we almost forgot twelve days of Christmas Patreon. I'm doing this I'm doing the the spin here. So we we have about. Oh, we have 50 people that, that jump on and give us, you know, give us some money to do great things with. So uh, what I did is I take these these uh, people and I put their name on a list. The list is at, I think it's pickawinner.com and it has a will. You you put all the names in it. It populates the will. You hit spin. The will spins. It goes tick, 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 tick. And then it tells you who the winner is. So I'm going to do that right now. It's set for 10 seconds. So here we go. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Around uh, and round it goes where it stops. No one knows. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who is going to win this free set of summer skate? Holy moly. You know who won? I don't. Any the guesses? Killing me. Any guesses? Uh, Tatiana? It was Tatiana. <laughs> Holy shit. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, it really was. <laughs> Shout, hey, out shout out Tatiana. Shout out Tatiana and my cousin Tino. Uh, but we should also let me let me just yeah. do this too, because I, I wanna I wanna because I do wanna say thanks to all the people that do. We have these people. I'm just gonna mention a few names just so you guys know that we see you, we appreciate you, we love you. I mean, we've got people here that have been donating for uh here's 15 months. Here's eight months. Here's 10 months. So they're definitely helping us out at blpa.com slash the BLPA. So here's the peop- here, here's the first uh, 10 here. Seabass, uh, Cam- Cameron uh, Bernier. Then we have Mo O'Brien, James Heinen, Brian, I always mess up his name, Brian Etchner. Etchner. He's a franchise player. He's up at the $25 level. What's up, Brian? Uh, Rich Pentico, Darren Crozier, Tom Sokolowski, Pat Ballantyne, the smelliest hockey player in the world, and Thomas Davis. Is that 10, 2, 4, 6, 8? Oh, one more. Oh, and I guess who's number 10? Michael Cosentino. So those are th- th- those are Shout out Michael Cosentino. Yeah, those are about uh, 20% of the players that that support us. We really appreciate it. I want to do more to recognize you guys. Maybe what we should do is we should interview a Patreon uh, member every week 
and have them tell us, you know, why they support us and what they're doing, learn a little bit more about them. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be super cool. So, uh, shout out Tatiana for uh, winning uh, after her husband forced her to support us, uh, which we really appreciate. Um, but other than that, guys, we really do appreciate you guys supporting us. We, we appreciate your feedback. Hopefully you'll see us, you know, out at an event. Come come and talk to us. Talk to us on Twitter. We we talk back. Like we are just we're just beer leaguers like you just trying to, you know, promote the not only the game of, of hockey, but also just being cool individuals uh, in general. That's what we want everyone to be. Uh, adult athletes and air quotes. Uh, so other than that, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Try to get the schedule where we record every day and have it released on hopefully Monday. We're, we're, we're talking about recording Sundays and then uh, releasing it on Mondays. So that's that's the idea, the schedule. So we're going to try to keep to it. So love you guys. Jason, anything to add before we go? No, but you got it. All right, guys. We'll follow us uh, at the BLPA on every social media network, even Pinterest. You can find Jason at Beer League Jason over on Twitter. You can find me at Nicker Jones on Twitter and the Nicker Jones on Instagram. So be good or be good at it.